Binge Pods. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Follow Daughter Startups, your exclusive gateway to the world of early stage startup founders. This is your front row seat to dive headfirst into their business pitches and stay updated with their business updates. Let's go. Gosha.ai stands as India's first low-code and short-tech startup for commercial lines, equipped with customer-facing technologies and seamlessly integrating embedded affinity programs. With a focus on simplicity, scalability, and speed, they have made significant strides in a very short period. And who better to guide us through this exciting journey than one of the masterminds behind Gosha.ai? Welcome to another exciting episode of Follow Startups. I'm Ankita Pahava, your host, and today I'm in conversation with none other than Rama Kopa, the co-founder at Gosha.ai. With over 18 years of techno-entrepreneurial experience in achieving organizational goals, Rama's focus is now on increasing insurance penetration in India and empowering the overall ecosystem with tech-based distribution. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us in this conversation with the man himself. Hi, Rama. Welcome to Follow Startups. Hi, Ankita. Thank you for inviting me to this startup uh, session. It's fantastic. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you here. But before we dive into talking about GoShaw.ai, I would love to know more about the person behind the startup. So could you share about a bit about your professional journey and how did the idea of GoShaw.ai evolved into what it is today? Yeah. Sure, Ankita. Thank you for that. Uh, before, before getting into the entrepreneurial journey, I started myself with a few of the large enterprises like Hitachi, uh, Mindtree, and Motorola. And that's where I got grabbed the knowledge of how to build an enterprise scale applications and solutions. And uh, way back in 2011, uh, it's suffocating when you are into some comfort zone. So moved myself into a more uncomfortable zone called entrepreneurship and that's where uh, you know it's been almost like uh, 14 years plus 2011 is when I started with the uh, entrepreneurship journey so now let's jump into the understanding of the platform so give us the lowdown on what's the story behind your startup and what's the problem that you are solving and the core product or service that you offer to solve that problem uh, definitely ankita uh, just to give a heads up, I, I, it's a very generic problem of the world. I mean, uh, the, the most generic system is, hey, there is a customer and there is a business and there is a lot of communication happen between a business and their customer. Yeah. It can be pre-sales or it can be post-sales. Now, these communications do happen in a very haphazard way. It can be a simple email a customer is throwing at you, or it can be a phone call, it can be a SMS, it can be any informal communication as well. Or it can be an organized communication that is happening in their particular systems. Now, 
with all these different communications that are happening organizing these communications and streamlining their own respective organizations is a very important exercise yeah. and with with the industry that we are into like uh, in the in the commercial insurance space the complexity is multifolded okay the main core problem statement is very clear the communication between a business and customer has to be streamlined but with the industry that we are in which is a commercial insurance industry it gets magnified because of the sheer complexity involved in workflows in the industry's uh, risk modeling so on so forth that's where we figured out there is definitely a great opportunity for the technology like koshor to advent and try to make a mark into it and that's where we picked up the technology aspect of it and the market so in a you know in a world where uh, we have various in short tech solutions tell me what sets goshaw.ai apart and what's like your unique value proposition that you guys bring to the table definitely see there are two things out here one as i mentioned to you our core body is into the commercial insurance aspect and okay in the commercial insurance aspect there are two key stakeholders in the industry one is the insurance intermediaries which are called also brokers and the second yeah. one is the enterprises themselves now if i am running an enterprise i might want to look for my property asset uh, securities or as uh, you know are the marine uh, shipments to be secured so on so forth there is a lot of risk profile that i maintain to myself now to solve that risk assessment to do the risk assessment and have the right risk mitigation they approach lot of intermediaries and broking houses so we identified these two as our core stakeholders in this ecosystem our core beneficiaries to our technology stack and we focused on them now as you rightly asked there are many technology solutions in the insurance space and majority of them would concentrate primarily on a b2c aspect of it it's primarily you know you go to a specific website and try to buy it on your own that is where the majority of the players are operating in the b2b case there is a complex environment where you have to understand the risk modelings i'll just give you a very simple case study where you take a warehouse and if if you want to protect your warehouse with the policies that are required there the complexity of understanding the risk goes to an extent what kind of thing that you are trying to secure in the your warehouse if you are saving a chemical in your warehouse the entire risk profiling and everything would differ and if you are saving an agri product into your warehouse the entire risk profiling would differ and based on that there can be weightages that would differ again i'll just give an example if you are in hyderabad the because it's a less flat zone the parameters would differ and if you are on a high flat zone the parameters would differ so there are so many parameters that come play a role in defining the risk assessment itself and the same complexity goes more with the risk mitigation and the same complexity goes with the risk management when i say so it is not just in identifying the risk 
but also in mitigating the risk with the right policy and also in understanding the claims that are going to come in future and trying to create a policy structure around it so that the businesses are getting secured of the risk is a very important aspect. So because of the sheer complexity involved in assessing, mitigating and managing, there is no one such player who focuses on personalizing the policyholder experience in the commercial space is even available. That's where our niche goes in. And also, as I mentioned to you, the improved risk modeling mechanism and also the modernizing the core insurance platforms if they are already using something. They are the three major areas of our focus. And finally, empowering the, the sales staff or the service staff so that the most importantly, finally, finally everything boils down to the numbers. So providing a, a right technology so that your uh, revenues are not hampered, like you have a better uh, better top line and better bottom is what a very important aspect of the journey that we have taken to reduce the cost of operations and to support new business models or new business avenues is our core foot. And in the case, it is very, very less people who operate. Interesting. So it's like a 360 degree digital insurance platform yes. uh, that empowers uh, two beneficiaries. Uh, one is enterprises and one is intermediaries. Yes. So Rama, as he was speaking, it also reminded me of the award you secured last year for the best customer focus innovation from the India Insurtech Association. So that's a remarkable achievement. Congratulations on that. Thank you, Ankita. I'm sure our audience would be very keen to hear about some of your customers and some standout examples when uh, where GoShaw.ai has made a significant impact in their lives. So can we hear some of the examples? Definitely, Ankita. See, while we launched, again, I'll take a little bit of storyline to tell you. Uh, when we launched GoShow.ai as a platform uh, to the intermediary world in India, because our first focus was India. So we, fo we focused on launching GoShow in Indian continent, India. And that is where we have grabbed a maximum attention of uh, the intermediaries. And just to get you the numbers today, uh, out of the top 20 insurance intermediaries or insurance brokers in India, we were able to serve 12 of them. So it's like uh, 12 out of 20 top intermediaries are currently using our system, which is one of the remarkable achievements in the last one and a half year of our advent into this journey. And also at the same time, you know, more than uh, they using it for reducing the cost of operations, we have also opened the new doors for them to get new business avenues. I'll just give you a simple example, uh, Ankita. Uh, what we have done is allow technology to workers to think about a new business models. Like example, there can be an embedded insurance. Today, if you see any, uh, you know, any journey ticket that you buy, it is getting coupled with an insurance attached to it. Again, it's an opt-in facility that you have. So it is still coupled with the insurance facility. At the same time, any service that you want to consume from any uh, organized player, it can be coupled with an insurance. 
if you are taking a loan loan can be coupled with an insurance so these are called embedded insurance models this is one of the you know one of the finest way to increase the penetration of insurance in uh, in india primarily so that is where we could able to empower our insurance broking ecosystem i mean and say are the customers of us to start launching these embedded programs to drive into the market and at the same time what we have done is because now now thanks to the technology and the ai and all the unstructured to structured modeling that we do now the cost of operations goes down significantly now the even the intermediaries or brokers now can concentrate on the second tier customers like say second tier customers in an example if they were concentrating on hospitals as their main target now can they can target on clinics as their target so again now it's like you know they the clinics might not be paying you much it might be a, you know 200 dollars that they would pay for one of their policy that is required but a significant mass in indian continent is available for sme we are making our intermediaries ready for future with the sme play and also with the embedded programs that they can drive through the technology and just just to give some names around it as i mentioned to you top 12 intermediaries are our customers and out of which uh, the global players uh, out of out of our 12 the four of them are the global players and they they have a significant role in uh, insurance penetration across the globe as well and also because of these top players that we are serving today our main technology is getting serviced to lot of enterprises in the market like you can you can see uh, 50 out of fortune 500 companies today use our technology stack to understand what kind of risk that they carry what kind of mitigation techniques or what kind of policies that they carry and when they are expiring all the communications around it and also different touch points with different insurance brokers that they do everything under one umbrella as i mentioned to you they get the personalized policy holder experience through our technology stack so that is where we stand today number speaks about it and because it's a green field in indian market so we could able to grab maximum attention in the market and also there is a spillover activities that are happening with singapore market uh, and also we we got our first breakthrough in us market uh, in the last few few months remarkable and that too in such a short span of time amazing rama so where are you located where are your headquarters we are headquartered in hyderabad india Uh, that's where the majority of the team is there we have a small office in uh, bangalore and uh, new jersey family we just started ourselves in new jersey okay so if i ask you to describe the current stage of your business for the audience so what will that be uh, we could i would say uh, we we were able to build the technology test the technology in the indian market have got the market product market acceptance is already there we could able to generate revenue out of this and uh, we are right in the verge of scaling up our operations and see a holistic growth in our revenue 
so that's that's where we are we are just you know in a getting into a growth stage of operations Hmm, interesting. And when it comes to your revenue model, Rama. So, firstly, uh, tell me what are the various revenue streams uh, that contribute to Gosha.ai's financial model overall? Yeah, so there are only two revenue streams because we are a SaaS model company. We don't want to be feeling heavy on our customers, also. So, we primarily go with the SaaS model. It is all based on usage patterns, like say, uh, you know, businesses can adopt us by number of user licenses they want. Example: If the if the broking house or the intermediary uh, wants to use Gosher, it can be by the number of employees in their organization, or by number of mm-hmm. customers that they wanted to serve. These are the two parameters of usage models that they can adopt us. The second thing is because we also provide an opportunity for the growth with regards to, as I mentioned to you, an embedded model or the SME-based model. we take a small percentage of jwb uh, from you know as from the okay. aspect so while we are on the numbers only tell me are there any uh, particular business metrics or numbers that you are proud of and would like to share with us uh, see as i mentioned to you the most important thing that i count in the company today is uh, the usage growth so usage growth okay usage growth see again we are too small to understand the revenues and its growth and it's too early i mean we are hitting the decent number we are operationally break even though but i still say it's too early because of the sheer volume of market that we are focusing get but one thing which i am very proud of to present is we are growing around around 20% quarter on quarter usage by the businesses so Uh, when I count it by number of transactions that are happening on the system, or number of that, so we we are at that numbers. And just for information, again, the other metrics that we also see is the number of policy premiums that are getting transacted through the system. We touched almost like six hundred crores of premium on our platform on our system, and more than uh, more than a forty thousand plus claims on our system today. And and the numbers like every touch point has a number to it. and we are continuously growing the touch points and having a more and more usability on the platform now uh, i'm even more curious so tell us fill the tea tell us who are the visionaries supporting gosha.ai uh, who are your investors and what's the capital that you have raised so far see uh, i'll put it this way i'll, I'll add couple of more uh, co-founders in the system so that you can understand hmm. Yes, of course. Yes, please introduce your co-founders to us. So, myself, I am Rama Gupta, and I founded this thought process of, you know, the mission and vision of the organization is what I could able to forecast and foresee. And uh, the first few ones to subscribe to this particular plan and got stick onto it are Bharat and Lakshman. Again, it is uh, it is how it happened. Like Ram, Lakshman, Bharat. all three as the co-founders in the company so uh, bharat comes from uh, we are a varied experienced uh, team members bharat comes from allied school imk he has done his mba from there and after 20 years plus of uh, corporate experience he decided to jump on to startup world uh, we partnered with each other and with them continue this journey of gosha he drives my business growth partnerships is what his main focuses and the other partner or uh, the other co-founder in the company lakshman uh, lakshman comes with more than 22 25 years of experience 
working with the top-notch content management companies like Open Text for a longest period of time, and uh, you know, you know, I'm very happy to say this is a kind of team who got subscribed to the mission that we have, and he jumped onto the plunge to take it to the next level. And just for information, Ankita, I would like to add more confidently from the technology and R&D team that now the operations can be scaled to millions of millions of records. So we, we are powerful as a platform. We are more powerful as a technology stack. And uh, insurance is one solution that we wanted to build and solve the business problem out here. So thanks to my co-founding team who helped me to get there. And also, I would like to add one more person by name, Mitesh Majisha. He is the first uh, one to acknowledge our vision and uh, plunge his uh, stakes into the company. He is uh, from Harvard. He's a Harvard alumni and been a serial investor in multiple startups where he could successfully persist his investment and try to take an exit from there at the right period. So he has seen the journey of startups, pains, and then an exit. So uh, we, we strategically involve him into every discussion. And uh, recently, we are adding more and more team uh, to take care of our U.S. operations. We added a new team member in U.S. Uh, primarily to help our U.S. operations to grow. His name is Raj, and he comes with, uh, he's, he's an uh, MBA grad from New York University and ex-Gartner director. So that's the kind of credentials that we we bring down to the table. Uh, what's the total strength? Oh, we, we are quite a lean team. Uh, I, we are around 32-member team right now. Uh, okay. We had another six members as a consultant. So in total, we are around 38-member team uh, altogether. We are a very lean team uh, focused on the mission and vision that we have today. Hmm. Scale it up. And we also have, we if when the need comes uh, from to serve the customers and all, we have a fantastic partnerships with a couple of system integrators uh, across the globe. We have uh, one of the finest organization called VisionNet, who's uh, uh, one of the system integrator for our framework, uh, who's, who's really big in taking us to the US market. And we have happiest minds uh, from, uh, from Bangalore. They are the public listed company. And they yeah. have a lot of value to our system integration activities and the customers that are coming in. And are there any key positions that you are looking to hire actively? Oh, yeah. Then, uh, see, it requires some uh, senior directors from to revenue growth partnerships. Uh, you know, Bharat is getting overloaded with too many things coming in. So we are trying to offload we, uh, our activities to, you know, the senior management that we wanted to bring in. Uh, Chief marketing officer is one guy who's, whom I'm looking at right away. And uh, revenue officers by regions is what we are aiming for. Okay. So now let's circle back to the previous question and where this all started. So uh, tell us what's the capital that you have raised so far. Uh, see, good part of the story is uh, we we come from, a, we see, in the journey of Goshur, uh, you know, though the Goshur as a company is just one, one and a half year old, but we have preceded ourselves with a no-code platform that we have built. Uh, and the no-code platform is what's called OnGo Framework, which is a horizontally capable uh, no-code platform. We used to partner with somebody, you know, cloud companies to make 
uh, retail clouds and uh, you know health clouds to be launched into the market we you know goshur is a you know next step for that so we have consumed almost like 2 to 1/2 million dollars to build uh, the no code platform in place and uh, with respect to goshur uh, that's all the capital that we required now no, we haven't consumed more than that of course uh, there is some fund that we have parked from the founding team uh, and that's that's enough to drive the market for us right now but as we go progress as i mentioned to you we are in just a holistic growth uh, from here to the next step we we might look for some fund to be raised okay interesting so tell us like uh, what does the future holds i mean uh, what's on the horizon for goshore.ai in 2024 any for sure uh, resolutions for goshore any exciting product releases uh, you know mark uh, expansion plans or any new initiatives in the pipeline see i would take it from two strands uh, ankita one is uh, you know the core forty of the company r&d so we uh, we are going to launch something called zen ui Okay. Basically, uh, if if uh, intermediary comes in and says, "Hey, I wanted to build a new workflow," they don't have to be worried about the technologies, the deployment deployments, or nothing. They can just communicate the same over an unstructured communication. They can say, "Hey, I'm looking out for an endorsement module out here," and system is smart enough to build that module and provide the workflow and the forms required and everything around that module. again it, it might sound interesting but this is what we call it as generative ui uh, that is one thing which we were working on uh, from last last few months and happy to say that 2024 first quarter which is which is technically in the mid of february and uh, mid of february or end of february we are going to launch uh, gen ui to the market so that mm. The, the need of that is like say for example if i'm launching it in us or if i'm launching it in uk or in uh, middle east i don't have to go or i don't have to build my team to configure or customize any workflows the business user can do it by themselves uh, by chatting with the system so you know the numbers can go up significantly and uh, say if i can support a million customers using it without having to increase my team significantly this is the first goal from the technology standpoint but it ends up with the business and that is the reason again if i have to quantify the business growth also hmm. like to see because we are just stepping in from a very small uh, revenue stream right now which is a, just for information we are at around 500k arr right now to increasing it to a couple of million arr in this financial year so again for doing that we have to grow around 60 70% quarter on quarter that is where we are trying to focus ourselves on uh, in this particular financial year and we would like to reach at least $125000 of mrr which makes us around 1.5 million arr in this financial year itself i'm positive that you will and i'm also positive that we are going to discuss that here right here on polo startups um so rama with zen ui and of course goshaw.ai it's very evident that ai is a very prominent aspect of uh, your entire um, business yeah. so tell us how does the integration of artificial intelligence serve as a very valuable sidekick in enhancing the overall customer experience and uh, the decision making for your beneficiaries 
Oh, definitely, Ankita. See, I would like to couple that. See, again, uh, uh, the word AI is sparingly used these days with a lot of technology firms. But from the aspect of how UI have to be utilized, uh, we have taken our stride into making it focused on building uh, or reduction of cost of operations is our main forte. Let me put it this way. So when the email comes and somebody has to comprehend that email and try to take a necessary action about that email, right? And when, when now with 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 Koshoren, when the email comes, system identifies that email say as claims, identifies it, tags it, does everything. Now converts that unstructured email into the required key value pairs so that it can be automatically creating a form or sending a claim intimation through the system. With this, what happens is the time that is required or time that is been sent spent by an engineer sitting and trying to analyze that claim and try to put it into a structured format is completely taken away by this particular model. Now, the way I look at is now the if one guy is trying to look at it and try to comprehend it and try to put it there and he is going to spend a couple of hours on it. Now with the system doing everything and giving him a choice of just reviewing it and clicking on approve. I'm trying to reduce the time from a couple of hours to five minutes. That is again, as I mentioned to you, Ankita, our main mission is to increase the insurance penetration. But eventually there are more of a spillover effects. If I increase the insurance penetration, there is going to be more claims or there's going to be more endorsement. If if I'm not solving the core problem of this, I cannot think about insurance penetration to be growing in, in any part of the world. So this is one area where we started focusing on the AI as a technology. And the second area is primarily in building the workflows itself. What happens, Ankita, is like today we talk about an endorsement process or tomorrow you might want to talk about any other process. Like say, for example, somebody comes and says, hey, I want to build a... Uh, customer CRM or a lead management system. I want to convert this message, this message into a lead management system or they want to convert this message into a code request management system. Now, what we have done is we have used our no code technology and also an AI technology so that we can convert this unstructured communication into the code itself. So that from the next time onwards, it automatically saves everything. It is a streamless process. So that is how we have used AI in two areas. One is in streamlining the unstructured communication to a structured model. And the second one is to define or redefine the workflows within the system itself. So Rama, this has been incredibly insightful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, and we do have plans to promote this video to large enterprises, investors, tech giants, and a broader ecosystem altogether. So if there's anything specific that you'd like to mention uh, that could help you find external assistance, please let us know. This is your call for help. Definitely, Ankita. I would like to say, as I mentioned to you, we are looking out to raise the funds. Uh, we, are we are looking to grow our operations from where we are to the next 
10x level. And for that, we are looking out for the support from investors to, to, to take it to the next level. And from the, as I mentioned to you, our core beneficiaries are intermediaries. And I'll focus on that. Looking forward to have more and more intermediaries using our technology stack. Uh, we are going to keeping it open for the intermediaries to just experience our platform, engage with your clients better, increase your value with your clients, provide a transparent viewpoint of the insurance models to the businesses, and at the same time, reduce your cost of operations through the technology. Okay, so last but not the least, uh, let's do a quick lightning round of five rapid fire questions. Are you up for it? Yes. Okay, so question number one. Uh, Rama, a book that you would like to recommend to the youth that has greatly influenced your career journey? I would like to say that, uh, refer to Mahabharata, you would have everything there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, question number two. Which productivity tool or app do you find most helpful in your daily work? Multiple tools that we use uh, on, a, on a daily note. A few things which really encouraged me to build this technology also is like, uh, we have uh, Teams. Teams is incredibly beautiful. And uh, Zoho. These are the okay. two things which I would see. Zoho is a great innovation uh, from Indian models. Correct. Okay, question number three. A fun fact about you that most people don't know yet. I'm a stage artist. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's start more about that later. <laughs> okay, question number four. What is your favorite quotation that you live by? If you are consistent, you will achieve it. If you are persistent, you will keep it. Okay, last but not the least, what is your one piece of advice for the young audience watching this? More important, not for the, all the young audience, but whoever wants to jump into the entrepreneurship, you would see highs and lows, be stable, uh, be focused, and uh, be determined to achieve something in life. So don't, get, don't go down when things go down. That's it. Well, Rama, I hope this was worthy of your time. Thank you so much. Pleasure talking to you, Ankita. It was, it was nice. Uh, Thank you. But before I let you go, I want you to make a wish for your startup that you hope comes true in the near future. Any wish? Let's build the next unicorn from India. <laughs> well, uh, may GoShaw.ai continue to soar to new heights. And thank you so much. All the very best. And I hope we meet soon again to discuss the next best thing that's going to happen at GoShaw.ai. So. Sure, if you would like to stay updated with the latest developments and business insights from GoShaw.ai, make sure to follow their channel on follow.us/startups. Thanks for watching and stay tuned for the next exciting conversation. Thank you for tuning in. If you want to listen to more such interviews with innovative new founders, don't forget to visit www.follow.us slash startups. And if you want to showcase your startup, feel free to drop me a note at ankita.bahava at the rate follow.us. We'd love to hear your story.